Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Well, that, I mean, there are so many variations on that theme of an answer. What we teach is um, really get clear on the people that you love working with that like rock your world. When you see their names on your calendar, you're like, holy crap, I am the luckiest person. I get to work with so-and-so. And those people that light you up, what are the challenges and struggles that they deal with that keep them up at night? What are the results and goals and desires that they have and want? Focus on that because your life is a culmination of experiences, educations, all kinds of stuff. And that collection is your toolkit. So for me, my toolkit includes my coach training, my breathwork training, my yoga teacher training, my Koya training, my interior design. Wait, skills, what's Koya? I my, knew what all the other stuff was. You said so Koya is a, it's a movement practice cool. uh, and it's, a, it's Q-O-Y-A. Oh, that's uh, the so, link you sent me. Oh yeah, I sent you that link for the receipt. You sent me a yeah, link exactly. on it. It's Koya, Q-O-Y-A. Yep. I have so it on screen. I didn't have a chance practice. to go through it yet, but I'm like, I had no idea what this was. Yeah. Okay, got it. And so we never know what is going to be of service to our clients. And when we focus on the challenges that they face and the results that they want, we can bring all of us to the table, not just one particular element. So that's how I approach the work with my client. Okay. So that's, that's the toolkit for the coach to be a good coach. What's the toolkit for a coach to be a good business owner coach? So the toolkit for that is they've got to, uh, there's five things that they need that will uh, support them as a business owner. They have to have an understanding of the, of the strategies and best practices that it takes to have a successful business. Okay, and I don't care. Uh, so there's, there's seven of them. Okay. Right? So the five so, breaks into, okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, so there's seven um, systems, right? Success systems, as I call it, from marketing, list building, converting, enrolling, supporting, referring, like, so all of those got leveraging, um, all that stuff that you have to have behind the scenes so that you can generate awareness and build your list and allow them to make a decision to buy and collect their money and then serve and support them to get results and get referrals once they're getting results. But all that whole process, what do you have to have behind the scenes? So you have to have the content, the knowledge of the strategies, the fundamentals. And I don't care what kind of business, it's the same for all service-based businesses. And I don't care if you just want to have a nice $40,000, a year business, 70, 80, 100,000. You want to go for seven figures or beyond. It's the same. You're just optimizing into different yeah, levels. It's the same framework. Yeah. Um, so you've got to have that knowledge. You've got to have every coach should never leave home without a coach and a mastermind. You've got to have a place to go to when you, forgive me for this, but when you get your head so far up your ass, you can't see when yes. you don't know what direction to go in, when your villains get so loud that you are ready to retreat, you've got a place to go to, to work that out. 
and a so, coach and a mastermind are the place to do that. That so kind of support. And accountability. So I've always had a business coach all my years. Like I, I would yeah. never be where I was without it. And everyone's going to like graduate one and then I'm looking for my next one. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Me too. So you, you do, you do get to graduate your coaches at different stages mm-hmm. and it's obvious, right? Like you feel it. Like I remember when I graduated yeah. my first coach, I remember being like, I would call her and be like, I, yeah, I know this already. This like there's yeah. nothing new. Like, I already know yeah. this you can't yeah. get me where I want to go next. Yeah, and I remember like exactly. my next mentor coach kind of fell into my world soon after that. And I was like, you, you are mm-hmm. next. <laughs> like, and usually the reason why we gravitate towards that coach is because they're farther along the path than we are. And yeah. so for all of my coaches that I've hired, I have come to the same place on the path where they are. And it's like, oh, now we're colleagues, which is why a mastermind is also important. So explain because- the mastermind. See, I'm, I'm, I never graduate my coaches till I'm like beyond them. <laughs> like I've, I've already, I've passed, I think where you are. I think I need to, I need a new person now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So with the mastermind, it's a collection of colleagues okay. that are on the same journey as you. Some of them will be farther along so that you're learning from them. Some of them, you're farther along, so you're teaching and guiding them. And when we have those two perspectives, uh, we can have a safe place where we can learn and be messy and research and figure out because, you know, as coaches, as business owners, we're the leaders that people are turning to, but we have to have a place where we don't have to be the leader. And that's the power of a mastermind, of a community uh, of people that we can go to, to learn from and teach so that we can continue momentum on our journeys. I like that. I only recently started getting into masterminds, like just in the last year or so. I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. is this is cute. <laughs> like, these, and they're yeah. all kind of different. You know, some yeah. have like everybody share each time. Like, they're all kind of like these monthly. Because at this yeah. level of business, nobody meets more often than that. Um, it's time to, I don't think. And some of them, like everyone shares each time they meet. Some of them, a few people share. They were network. Like, they're all different structures. It's different, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I find very interesting, but they all do share that commonality that there are people where you're levels ahead, there are people who are levels ahead of you, and it's a safe space where you can ask questions, yeah. where you can be yourself, when you can share your struggles and your wins, and people exactly. are happy for you, and people are there to support you when you have questions, so I yeah. full on. Okay, so yeah, so the, so the strategies, the coach, mastermind, the support, um, the technology, uh, it used to be when coaching first started in early days, you know, we were in the information age, just let me get more, acquire more and I'll feel great. And then we went to the experience age, gamification. It's like, well, let me have an awesome time while I'm learning and implementing. And now we're in what I call in my new book, the results revolution. And the new buyer in today's world is demanding that when they work with us, they will get results. They don't have time to mess around like they once did. And so as a result of that, we have to help implement. We have to provide that technology, whether it's actually literally a technology or some sort of tool or application that will help them implement. And, uh, and we have to be able to, as coaches, we have to feel solid in what we're implementing in our business. So you've got to have that. And then the tech support because coaches suck at technology. They don't like it. They work out a very different side of their brain. They're the creative, nurturing, supportive, which is what makes them great coaches. And very few love the technology piece, but they have to leverage technology to reach more people, coach more people. And so that tech implementation support is vital uh, to make it easy, streamline it so they can leverage it without getting overwhelmed by it. Okay. What's form five? So the coaching, 
the content, the community, the technology, and the tech support. Those are the five. Got it. I kind of bundled and grouped the whole bunch in there. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's very, I, so sometimes I, I will do these recordings and I'm like scanning everything you're saying and matching it against all the stuff I teach. And I'm like, do I have mm-hmm. this? Do I have this? Do I have this? Check, check, check. Okay. I'm good. And I like, yeah. you know, like get a little sigh of relief. So what, where you're at now in the business, what's a current business struggle for you? Uh, the one that I'm facing, which is very interesting, uh, and this is what came up first. So I'll just, I'll share this. Um, for 17 years, I've been putting myself out there. We've worked with thousands and thousands of coaches all over the world. And before I, or at the early days of starting this, one of the biggest struggles that I had personally uh, was the struggle of feeling invisible. And just the idea of putting myself out there was petrifying, which is why I love being an employee. I got to do my work behind the scenes, didn't have to put myself out there to any certain degree. And so being a business owner, you know, we have to put ourselves out there uh, with the marketing, generating that awareness, connecting with however we do that. And so that's always been a struggle is being invisible. And so I feel like I have overcome that by leaps and bounds in the 17 years. Uh, But it's interesting with the release of my new book, my first book, it's like going to a whole new level of putting myself out there. And so just finding myself struggling with the vulnerability and the transparency at new levels, uh, it's still the same thing I've been struggling with for all these years and just really living into the question of how do I grow into the next greatest version of myself, of the next greatest vision that I can have? uh, And what does that new level of being visible uh, look like and feel like and sound like? And I don't know that answer, but it's very prominent because I can feel my villains wanting to creep up. And I'm like, okay, I did my book. I'm done. Let's just retreat and go hide now. We're done. but I know my work's not done. So it's like, how do I keep, it's like a spiral. It's like, how do I evolve another rung up that spiral? I love that. There's actually a great quote that I came across just yesterday. Uh, There's a version of yourself you haven't met yet. Keep showing up until you're introduced. Yeah, that's it. I drew that in my Oracle cards this morning. It's like your, your fully realized self. And I love, will you send me that quote? Yeah. With pleasure. I found it online, posted by Tom Bilyeu in the name of Jim Quick, whose book, um, uh, Limitless, what am I reading? Limitless or Unlimited? Limitless, I'm reading right Uh now, Uh, which is excellent. I would highly recommend that also for this because he talks. Yeah. Have you read it yet? It's fairly Mm -hmm. new. Okay. So I would highly recommend Jim Quick, Limitless. Literally, I'm currently in the middle of it. So it's on my reading table. And one of the things he does in the book, which a lot of the smart books do now, the stuff that's coming out now in this results revolution all come with these like psychological buy-ins. And so yeah. part of his book, like it's made for you to write in it. Um, Cause first I was like, gonna put sticky notes on. I'm like, and it has places to write in the book. I'm like, fine, you're a workbook. Okay, fine, check out my pen. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you're yeah. a workbook. You're a hardcover workbook. 
fine. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things he has is like, you commit to doing it every single day and you get an accountability, but I texted a friend of mine and he's like, okay, I'll do the ebook. And I was like, no, you need the hardcover book. He's like, okay, I don't know when I'll get to it. I drove to Barnes and Noble and brought it to his house. I was like, Ah, here's your book. I take being an accountability buddy very seriously. Okay. So here's your book. And we're both going to read part of it every day. And then we're going to check in with each other. And it goes through a lot of this stuff. So that's the quote from him. There's a version of yourself you haven't met yet. Keep showing up until you're introduced. I love it. Like I saved it when I found it. Yeah, I love, love, love. And when I think about all the coaches that we've worked with, that's that version of themselves, the business owner version of themselves that they had, like me, I never wanted to be a business owner. It's like, no way. (laughs) Uh, And in order to do this work and create a lifestyle beyond your wildest dreams while you're making massive impact in the world, it's totally possible. You just have to get to know this side of yourself. Right. And, and, and I like what this says, which is keep showing up until you're introduced. It's like you yeah. show up and you show up and you show up and you face each day and you might not know what to do each day. You know, there have been points in my business. Um, and there's one I talk about specifically from about four years ago where I'd been ill for a while. I'd had a very, very rough pregnancy and postpartum recovery. And I came into my office and I had no business. Like I had no nothing to do. And I was just sitting in my mm-hmm. office and I had expenses. I had staff and I had an office, I had overhead. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't, I have no calls today. Like there's nothing. What do like I do? The first time in years, there was nothing on my calendar. I'm like, it's blank, you know, but you show up. Okay. What can I do now? What can I do now? Yeah. Like, I teach this stuff. I teach marketing. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. You teach this. I remember calling a mentor of mine. He's like, listen, I'm going to recommend that you consult with one of the best marketing coaches I know. Her name is Esty Rand. I want you to just sit down, have a conversation with her. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. They, he literally said that to me. He's like, I don't know anyone better for you to talk to. So you need to sit down yeah. and have a chat with yourself because you are the person I would send you to. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so which was very nice. Keep showing up every day. Not like the most helpful, but in some ways, yes. Yeah. Um, but I love that. And I, I would say that, you know, if I was listening to the show and even listening to you and you're so articulate and you're so confident and you have such clear information and so much experience, I don't think, I know I didn't guess, I don't think anyone would have guessed that that would be the struggle, right? Because Mm -hmm. external, like you have everything to lean on. I always talk about the confidence in your confidence, right? Mm -hmm. When you feel unconfident, lean on your competence. What are you yeah. good at? So yeah. you don't know yet if you're a good book writer because you're actually using what I learned this from another book called results bias, mm. right? So even if we live in a results revolution, this is a book on decision-making. I, I read and listen to a lot of books. <laughs> so this is a book I listened to and it is talking about kind of the, how we judge our decision-making. A lot of people make decisions and they judge them based on results bias. It was a good decision if it turned out well. That's, mm-hmm. that's not, that doesn't mean you made a good decision. It means it yeah. worked out well. But if you're speeding drunk and you don't get pulled over and you don't hit anything, that wasn't necessarily a good decision. Yeah, <laughs> you just got exactly. lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you turn down a corner and a car comes out of nowhere and hits you, you didn't make a bad decision, right? And right. so it's almost like, I think this is like the coach and me coming out, but it's almost like there's a results bias. It's like, well, I don't know if I'm good at this yet. Cause it didn't, I didn't launch the book yet to success. If I launch it and it's successful, then I did a good job. But if it's not successful, yeah. then I don't know if I did yet. And that's just, if I may say so, it's just wrong. 
right? If you yeah. sat yeah. and you put your wisdom and knowledge and heart and soul into this book to share it with people and give them access at a price they could afford for people who wouldn't necessarily access your trainings or wouldn't find you another way, but they like books. And this book is going to get into the hands of people. And it's going to inspire them. If it inspires five people. Yeah. I'm sure it'll inspire a lot, lot more, right? But if it, yeah. it was one, you yeah. know, and was yeah. that a good decision and was that a good thing? It's just a whole different judgment structure. Yeah. You know, and, and it was interesting when I got, you know, when I got the book and oh, the so early copy and put it in my oh, hand. I like it. Guys, it's got like this really cool, I'm a, a butterfly obsessed a, a little bit. Oh. It's got this really cool butterfly, but like with a, it almost looks like a human like yeah. figurine inside. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> uh, so that when I got this in my hand and I looked at it, I had this moment and I was talking to somebody about it this morning. I was like, I don't know if other authors experience this or if this is good, bad, right or wrong. But I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I actually don't care if anybody buys this book. I love this book. I loved the journey of writing it. I loved the journey of editing it with my, the team I was working with. Just the whole process was so fun and so amazing. It's all the work I've been teaching for 17 years in one place. I'm like, I am proud of this. I feel so good about this. And I was like, check, I have done this. And it was just like, I felt so complete and unattached to whatever happened next. And then I I remembered the teaching from my parents that said, leave the world better than when you found it. And I was like, that's, if I can just get this in the hand of one more coach and there's one thing in it that helps them in their business and I've left them better than when they found me. Okay, we've done it. And that I feels love good. That. I love that. And so then the putting yourself out there, I think this is just what every new business owner experiences also, you know, you go out there and you're like, Hey, I do this thing. And then you're waiting for what comes back to you. Like, okay, I have yeah. this book and I'm so proud of it. And I love it. Do you love it too? <laughs> yeah. And you want that validation and yes. it's like, wait a minute, that's not what this is about here. Let's we'll, hold on a second here. And I think that's where so much of that comes from. Like, I remember my first ever networking event that I went to when I started my own business a long time ago. And I did exactly what a lot of my clients do. I was like, I'm going to this event. I need business cards and I need them tomorrow. And I called up the printing place, but I'm a nut. So I didn't print normal business cards. I printed little um, like message cards and they had like these little taglines on them. So I printed oh, yeah. four different ones with four different phrases. And they each had like a, like an ad. They were like four, they're basically ads. Like I printed yeah. ads on little card format to hand out to people with my contact information. Um, and I remember I went to like, it was like a, almost like a street fair. They call them like mini malls where I was, where they take oh, a yeah, yeah. little businesses, put them yeah. together in one place. And I was like, I'm just going to go and work the room. I'm going to hand out my cards to a bunch of strangers, tell them I do this business consulting thing before anyone knew what that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one knew what that was in 2011. This is not a thing. Um, and we're going to see what happens. And yeah. uh, nothing, nothing happened actually. But just that feeling of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to tell people what I do and see what yeah. happens. And it's always scarier before you do it. Oh yeah. Always. No oh. matter how long you've been doing it. No, uh, no matter for how me long. anyway. And, every uh, new thing, every new step. So it's like something like yeah. that would be like a n- nothing for me at this point. But right. like when I, the first time I spoke abroad to an audience of complete strangers, mm-hmm. European, and I was mm. like, okay, 
I know the struggles of my community and my city and my like right. little world. And I know who I am. And I know these people. And what if I go out in front of these like complete strangers, all these Europeans, and I give my presentation that I'm so excited about. And they're like, really? Like, we all knew this. Like, this is yeah, not, that's not our thing. shattering. <laughs> um, like, that's really cute, SD, that like, you made this whole thing about organic social media, but like, we all know this. And I was so nervous. And I got up in there and I did my whole talk. And I, I you know, this as a public speaker, I had the audience, like they were like mm-hmm. breathing with me. That's always my favorite thing about speaking. I love it. Like when you have the audience and at mm-hmm. the end, I got the most incredible feedback. And one guy came over to me. I remember he's like, he's like, Esty, in all my years as a business owner, I never understood social media. And now I do. That was the most incredible mm-hmm. talk on social media I've ever heard. And I remember just being like, oh my God, I did have something to offer you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because I didn't know until I did it. And then you go, yeah. and you're like, oh, I do. So I totally, I think the struggle is so relatable. I think it was so yeah. kind of you to open up and, and share that with people. Cause I think it's yeah. something a lot of people struggle with and they don't, they don't want to admit it. They don't want to talk yeah, about it. They don't on their radar. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I find yeah. that, uh, when I remember to not make it about me, when I make it about me, that struggle gets real loud, real big, real fast. Yeah. But when I'm like, wait a minute, that phrase that you said, I've got something to offer. And I offer it in my unique way. I'm it's not brand new. Everything in my book is not brand new, but it's my unique approach to it and my, my uh, spin on it and my insights with it. And when I remember to make it about them and the value that they're getting and leaving them better than when I found them and when I can make it about them, that little villain becomes just like a, a distant voice uh, and I can show up being an, even being an an introvert, I can still show up and, and put myself out there and keep showing up every day to say, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? I love that. I love that. And I do think that's the key that unlocks that struggle. Also it is, it's that other focus. It's okay. Someone else needs this. Who needs Mm -hmm. this? Mm -hmm. How do I get it in front of them? Okay. These are the things I need to do to get it to them. It's not about me. It's about what they need that I can provide. Yeah. And then yeah. just how do I walk that, that journey? So Melinda, how can people get a hold of you, get a hold of your book, learn more about Coaches Console? Well, you can go to coachesconsole.com, learn all about the, the software that we have that helps coaches organize their business and streamline that. Go to confidentcoachbook.com forward slash Esty. And that's going to give them access to, we're going to be giving away the free, uh, the book for free for the next several days. So while they last, they can go to confidentcoachbook.com forward slash Essie. Awesome. Guys, I would highly recommend that. Confidentcoachbook.com slash S-D-E-S-T-I-E. Thank you very much. You don't know how to spell my name yet. And you can get a free copy of the book while they last. Plus I've put together, because I love providing value for people. And so when you go there, you can also download a toolkit that goes with it that has the coaching business roadmap to success and the seven systems and uh, the mind map of a business, like everything, like you were saying that a a business owner needs, you'll find it in that toolkit. And so you've got the whole bundle there. Love it. Amazing. Um, One last thing, surprise, didn't warn you. I like to ask my guests for a quote to wrap up our episode. So you gave me a really good one, which is leave the world better than you found it. You can lean on that if you want it. Uh, I wrote it down. I like that one a lot. Or 
you can offer us another one. Doesn't have to be your favorite quote of all time, but it can be. I just love how quotes kind of wrap things up. Uh, the, okay, so the one that first popped in my head, uh, it's a spin off of what I learned from Deepak Chopra about his definition of luck. Uh, and I added my own little flair to it. But the definition of luck is when success, uh, when, when preparedness meets opportunity, success is inevitable. I like That's my that. Version of that. When preparedness meets opportunity, success is inevitable. That's a great one. I just see how that pulls together with my definition of luck. So mm. I always play with um, the Hebrew. I'm, I'm very well. I lived in Jerusalem for over almost 10 years um, mm -hmm. straight, but over 10 years altogether. And, and my, my Hebrew's my Hebrew's pretty good. <laughs> um, and so a lot of times I'll look at like the Hebrew root words. So the Hebrew, have you ever heard like mazel tov, right? Which is like, yeah, you know, yeah. good luck, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. So that phrase, a lot of people say like, oh, I, you know, mazel tov should be with luck, should be with mazel, mazel mm -hmm. means luck. Uh, it also means like astrology and the stars or the mazelos, a lot of the, the root words. And I remember learning once that the root of the word in Hebrew is nozel, which is flow. And so mm. the idea of luck is that it's a flow from on high. It's a divinely inspired. I like so, that. That's always like been that. the, the play on, on words that I do with luck. I like this a lot. When preparedness meets opportunity, success is inevitable. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Linda, this has been so fun. Thank you yes, so much for thank joining you. me. Um, mm -hmm. And guys, all of you listening, you know at least one coach who needs at least one coach or would be coach or would like to be coach or would like to coach more or should be coach that needs to listen to this episode. So share it, share the love. That is what we're all about and subscribe. Duh. Cause more super cool stuff coming next week. You've been listening to the business breakthrough podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?